Hey, welcome back. Hi. I'm Karen. I'm Ebony. And this is Tie-Dyed and Fried, and this is our third podcast. You know what they say about that. There are times the charm. Is that what you're trying to say? Because I don't feel very charming. Lucky charm. Yeah, I'd like some lucky charms. Hey, I feel pretty lucky when I get that new marshmallow in my mouth. (laughs) Unicorn-shaped, everyone. What does a unicorn taste like? Magic. It tastes Glitter. like rainbow poo, rainbow apparently. Poo. And, well, I'm not eating rainbow poo. And, and when I think of rainbow, rainbow <laughs> poo, I think of drag queens, beautiful drag queens just Glitter. being flagellant throughout the streets of America. Okay, that's really not something <laughs> I want to eat, but okay. We want to say thank you to the 17 listeners we have, whoever they are. I'm very excited. Hey, 17, baby. We're moving up in those numbers. We're almost legal. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 17, you know, Kip Winger saying she's only 17, if you know what I mean. Yeah, but he should be in jail. So yeah, well, that's another story. That guy, his he grew into his chest hair. <laughs> that guy. Okay. If you don't know who Kip Winger is, people, you can Google his image, but be prepared. I just looking at his image online, you'll probably get some sweat and hairspray in your eye. Axe. Axe body spray. <laughs> well, back then there was no axe. No. Now it would be axe, yeah. yeah. Hmm, a lot of guys wear that axe stuff. They use the axe soap. They use the old, old spice. spice. <laughs> they like to keep life interesting. You know, there's almost as many products for men, like self-care-wise, mm-hmm. as there is women. Which, yep. actually, if we really wanted to think about it, there used to be products for men, but not so much for women, right? Like, did women go out to salons and parlors? Men went out and got hot shaves and things like that. Right. Did I, women? I think women just shaved each other. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, thinking of, talking about gender, I was looking today on Fossil because I need a new purse. My purse has given up the ghost. <laughs> and I like Fossil. So yes. I was looking to see if they had a sale. And at the top, you know, where it says product, lookups, bags, clothes, jewelry, whatever. There was a line that said gender, and I thought, the hell, why? Why do you gender a product? So they're saying, like, a lot of men do carry bags of a sort. Yeah, messenger bags or backpacks. Satchels. Yeah. Yes. But they did. They had, like, men's bags, and they had women's handbags. And I was like, so a guy can't carry this satchel if he thinks it's cute? What kind of... BS is that fossil? It is some BS. That's, but this is 2019. Somebody had to make that suggestion for them to do that, right? Or I don't know. I don't know. Somebody had to approve it, and that somebody needs to have a good talking to. Let's call HR. Well, I don't understand. <laughs> it's just a bag, so it's not like it's underwear. You know, that's made for male genitalia or female genitalia. We all have shoulders. You know, yeah. well, I'm sorry. There might be people out there without shoulders, and I'm sorry That's if I offended true. the shoulderless. How dare you? I wasn't thinking. She she really <laughs> will accept all, even without shoulders. <laughs> Ebony is a very welcoming kind of person. <laughs> and diversity is her middle name. Oh, yeah. So diverse over here. Mm-hmm. That's why I just don't fit into any box, Karen. <laughs> I'm crying. I don't either, darn it. <laughs> Boxes are boring anyway. That's true. 
and they're dark and they have uh, just a, just a little cell. That's all a box is, is a little cell that puts you in, box you in, baby. Yeah, and you have to check your gender. Come on, Fossil. <laughs> that's just ridiculous. I'm not putting my gender in a box for a bag. No, that's ridiculous. Put anyway. the bo- gender in the box, put the box in the bag, and then give them your credit card number. Um, yeah, that's all they want is the money. Well, I was just looking for a good sale, and they didn't have any. Well, I'm interested, though. I mean, what did you look at both? Sets of bags, the male and the female. Did you look at them? Yeah, and the men's bags were like, you know, backpacks, satchel, duffels. So just regular bags? No, like, no. I mean, it was much smaller assortment. You know, it was like a backpack or a messenger bag. You know, it was like something a manly man would carry. I carry a backpack. I know. And I carry my little purse, too. Um, I carry a purse and a backpack. Well, and a lot of guys do that, too. And Fossil <laughs> should not be judging. That's True. all I'm saying. True. Hey, nobody judged Jerry Seinfeld when he wore that uh, fur coat and carried <laughs> the purse on that famous episode. Well, I didn't. Well, I thought it was very I never bold. watched Seinfeld, so I can't. I know. Oh my God! I know my culture card has is being revoked. Well, I didn't like Seinfeld when it was live. I got into it years later in syndication, and honestly, it it didn't have anything to do with Seinfeld. There was some kids I didn't really like at school that were talking about Seinfeld, and I said, "Off the list." <laughs> they like it. It must be trash. It must suck. <laughs> how, how were I to know they were just so more advanced in their comedic taste than I was? Okay, well, Jerry Seinfeld hasn't suffered from you not watching his show or me. I guess that's true. He's he, doing pretty good. Yes, I think we don't have to cry for him. He's put <laughs> on a telethon for for Jerry. I think he's good. Hey, he's got cars, he's got coffee, he's got He's the got whole comics shebang. in the cars with the coffee. Yeah. Good. I'm waiting for a Cuban cigar to make its way into one of those episodes. I'm sure it will. I'm, I'm sure it has off yeah. off scene, I maybe. I watched all of them, so. <laughs> I'm sure there's been cigars. Well, what else has gone on this past week since we last gathered? Oh, my gosh. Well, last week, my work week was just horrid. I, um... Mm. My lap, my work laptop decided to die on me. So I lost every cheat sheet I ever made, every oh. file I ever created, Ugh. everything gone with the wind. I have to start completely over. It's a huge drag, people. On the other hand, you can't put stuff in the cloud when you're working with HIPAA, you know, and medical records. I just... So, I, you know, I can't really store stuff out on the cloud, even though we're supposedly having encrypted, safe, password-safe cloud and all that. Yeah, but, you, know, you don't trust it. You know it's all out there anyway. I know, but... It's like just, a nude. Once you send it, it's out there. They've got your naked picture <laughs> with your Social Security number, like, imprinted on it. Well, luckily, there aren't any nude pictures of me, so don't worry, people. Don't go trying to look for them, because they're not out there. You know, uh, one of my favorite films of all time, of course, is Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, there's a scene of Mr. Harry Potter. Isn't that strange? Mr. Harry Potter, he was the meanest guy in town. And there's a scene where he is going, he's picking out, Men for the draft. 
And he's the guy to do it. And they show him, and he's, he's got files in his hand, and he's like, you know, send him, or no, send him, or no, mm, you know? Nice. And I think about that nowadays, and this is how it would be. This is how it's going to be for the future. It's going to be nudes, because <laughs> they're all going to be out there. The government's going to have them all. And kids sure. will be sending them by the time they're eight, so... You know. Yeah. Every time we go that. to the airport, they probably have our new. When we go in that stand in that thing, they probably already have our new <laughs> picture. Oh yeah, it, it's it's very disturbing. Mm. But here's gonna. They're looking at the drafts and um, not. Nah. So they're judging you in your barest form. Mm -hmm. You know, just completely vulnerable. Send them to war. Well, that's when the camps start. You know, I'm gonna be sent. Well, I, you know, I can't, like Handmaid's Tale, I won't be a handmaid. I can't have a baby. I can't cook, so I'm gonna, I can't be a Martha. I'm going to have to be an Aunt Lydia. I'm going to have to be mean to women. That's going to be awful. Or else they'll just kill me. This is what you're going to do. You're going to fake being able to cook until you... <laughs> You're just going to be whisking your heart out anytime somebody looks at you, okay? Yes. Butter the pans. Hey, I just made chocolate croissants for Ev. Exactly, and they were phenomenal. They were so good. Yum. Screw any American French cafe that might sell them. <laughs> that might Karen's be were the best. <laughs> Karen's were the best. Woo! Karen's chocolate croissants served with a bit of sunshine. Mm-hmm. And Trixie Bell Johnson, who is looking at Ebony right now. Oh, she's so if you adorable. Hear, uh, we just have to tell you, if you hear heavy breathing or balls squeaking, that's Trixie making herself known. It's Maybe either that or our legions of fans panting at the window to get yeah, into us. They're, they're out there. It's kind of frightening. It's kind of purge-like. <laughs> we love our fans. Just please don't stalk me. <laughs> oh, man. Stalking. Stalking is scary. Have you been stalked? I've been stalked by the men I've been with. Uh -oh. <laughs> have you stalked anyone? <laughs> no. No. No, I don't have the energy to stalk you. It, it takes well, too much time. Thing. I don't think women probably... No, I think crazy. women stalk. Well, yeah, like that astronaut with the Oh, driver. yeah, <laughs> women are crazy. Are you kidding? Women are... In the head. Yeah, some women are psycho hose beast everywhere <laughs> you look. You just don't know it until you know it, until and then you, it's too until late. Until you cross them in some way. Yes. Okay. I wouldn't know because I sit in my house. So <laughs> I work at home. I never meet anyone. Well, you don't have to do anything other than be yourself to piss off a psycho hose beast. Well, that's true. You know, I mean, if you're slightly likable. They're going to hate you, you know, because they're just miserable wretches, most of them. Okay. And it's kind of sad. It's like um, people are lonely and they, they reach out to others in ways that are vindictive. And maybe they don't see it as evil or spiteful or maybe a little deranged or twisted. It's like, oh... I left you cookies on your porch <laughs> with a note and a lock of my hair. <laughs> Did you care? like them? <laughs> oh, that was you? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> well, I tried to eat the hair, and it gave <laughs> me a bad taste in my mouth, and then I threw the cookies out. Boy, then they're pissed, and then they're out to get you. Speaking from experience? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just kind of went like off there. Single but... white female. Exactly. Imagine a single black female. 
Well, scratch that. Imagine single Mexican female. <laughs> the Latinas take the cake. Okay. All right. I'm not here to uh, represent any kind of um, racial profiling. <laughs> Ebony might be doing. This hey, is Ebony's deal, not mine. This is from my experience. Okay. In my experience, it seems like a lot. It's the the passion, the fiery passion. It's Latina X, Latinx. Latins by any means. I'm just saying. Well, in my dealings, a higher percentage of them have been Latin. Okay. Well, you know, Selena's fan club president did shoot her. <laughs> she was slightly obsessed. Obsessed with that money. I don't know what she was. I think she was, I don't know. She was mental. She yeah. saw Selena was a avenue for money and, and a, a degree of fame and, you know, all the things that come with that life. Clothing. I mean, you know, Selena was about to burst. She was about to burst right onto the scene. She was yeah. popping and taken out before her time. Yeah, she was really young. And then, but if it wasn't for her, we might not have had J-Lo. <laughs> right, J-Lo was really good in that movie. Yeah. J-Lo. I mean, she, it's, she's kind of took on, I, I think, to some people, the Selena persona. Oh, yeah. Because there's people now who are older who didn't, they weren't alive when Selena was alive. And they've grown up, you know, in Texas where we are, Selena's huge, you know? Oh, yeah. You grow up, you see her statues, you hear her music, you see girls dressing like her and uh, trying to be like her. Just like Madonna. She's like a uh, Latin Madonna, right? Yeah, and they're making another uh, a TV series about Selena. Isn't Is it going to be on a streaming service, I think? Mm, maybe. I'm pretty sure. Probably. Something I can't afford. <laughs> Oh, well. Oh, the days of stealing cable. A side, <laughs> B side. I used to love to go to the cable box and push that big old button that would flip to the B side. And then you could see weird cable access shows. <laughs> or there was a station called The Box, Jukebox. And you could order videos. Oh. So, like, during the summer, me and my friends would be playing phone tag. And it'd be like, I just ordered Welcome to the Jungle. It's going to play in 38 minutes. Watch for it. That's me. <laughs> yeah, I can remember when MTV played music. Oh, music videos. It was music television. Hello, MTV. It was music a special time. Television. It was great. Man. It was 24-7. Downtown Julie Brown. It was greatness. Kurt Loader. <laughs> Those VJs. But and then VH1 was good. Oh, VH1 was great. Wait, yeah. wait. Adam Curry, Kurt Loader, Downtown Julie Brown, Just Say Julie, uh, Martha, Martha Quinn. Quinn. And it was that blonde boy. That was Kurt uh, Adam Curry, right? Mm. With the big hair. He had the big, like, yeah, rock, big. rock star hair. Yeah, and then there was, uh, of course, yo 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 MTV rocks, (laughs) Headbangers Ball, Ricky Rockman, Cribs Baby. Oh yeah, Cribs. (laughs) And then there was another one, the 120 Minch, which was the alternative music show. But the first year of this is what happens when people stop being nice and start start being real. real. Yeah. 
That was classic. Yeah, and that guy who died from AIDS, what was his name? He was on the first season. It wasn't Eric. Pedro or... No, it was... Was it Pedro? I don't remember. So, yeah, that was Pedro on the first... I think it was the first season of The Real World. It was San Francisco. San Francisco. Wear a flower in your hair. We're my friend... Jay just moved mm-hmm. to, she's in Oakland. Shout out. Even though you don't listen. Oakland. Maybe you listen now. Oakland, baby. So is she going to be a Cowboys fan in Raiderville? <laughs> or are the Raiders no. even there anymore? No. She moved from Chicago. I don't think she ah. cares much about football. Ah, okay. Yeah, well, yeah. neither do I. That's why I don't know if the Raiders are still <laughs> Oakland or not. So there you go, people. I don't think they are. Hey, in Dallas, with our football drama, Zeke and Jones. Yeah. Zeke is such a diva. Okay. I, I love I, I don't care much for football, but I am a hometown girl, so the Cowboys will always be my team. Right. But this Zeke dude, first off, why is he wearing shirts like thirteen year old girls all the time? <laughs> I don't know. I mean he wears that like with a suit. He I know his shirt cut off. And then his hair his- he looks like the evil character in the Trolls movies yeah, to me. He like a troll. He's not freak. You're not freaking cute, dude. You're not cute, Zeke. And I'll tell you what, if that was that, those chicks, like the chick at the St. Patty's Parade where he put, pulled her shirt down, I'm going to tell you what, dude, you would have got punched in the fucking nose by me. Woo! <laughs> I don't care who you are. Football royalty be damned. Um, that would be Ebony's latest mugshot. Yes. That, that. <laughs> hey, I don't know. A lot of people don't like that guy. I might get bailed out on behalf of the city yeah, of Dallas. Yeah, that's true. You never know who would bail you out. Yeah. But I don't want to be going to jail. Uh, let's not go there. Let's not go there. So, you got <laughs> shout-outs or... Oh, yes. I do have shout-outs this week. We want to definitely shout-out to all of our wonderful, caring friends and family that listen to us yes and tell your friends to listen we need more listeners we're gonna turn on our uh our donations pretty soon so we need listeners if you especially if you have any friends who have extra money to throw at us well we'll dance like rummies for you <laughs> well that, will dance dance rummy extra money we might do a little uh skype <laughs> well i i i want to do seriously give shout outs uh to a woman, a beautiful woman named Miss Frances Marie Rose. And Miss Frances Marie Rhodes spent her time on this planet from 1935, September 11th, 1935, Ooh. to August 13th, 2019. And the reason I'm giving a shout out to her because she was a part of my life. When I was a child, she's a mother of two girls I grew up with, two twin girls, Joy and Anna. Joy and Anna, I love you very much. They're laying their mother to rest tomorrow. She was a great woman. She was like a a real mom. Like, it's crazy. She, She was like a TV mom. She was like a real mom. Like, cookies, sewing, singing. I mean... It was, I, sometimes when I would go over there, it was like being taken back to Donna Reed's <laughs> time or something like that. 
And yeah, my I don't, mom was born in 1935, so yeah, you would have dinner on the table when Dad got home from work. And I, I yeah. swear, one time she asked me if I'd been a little hard on the beaver. Ward, have you been? A little, don't you think you're being a little hard on the beaver? Okay, these are shout outs. <laughs> Not your best. Oh my God, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm just joking. She understands. <laughs> she watched Leave It to Beaver. She knows the joke. <laughs> but anyway, thank you for everything that you did. You raised some wonderful, wonderful children. Her daughters are stand up people, great people. They really care. They're hippie chicks. Love them. So, shout out to the Rhodes family. Also, I wanted to give a big shout out to my dear friend Tamita. Uh, you're in my thoughts. You're in my spirits. I'll be meditating on you and your tough stuff, chicky. She is. She's Hamida the cheetah. You oh. gotta watch out. I'm scared. <laughs> I also want to give a shout out to a good friend of mine, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel is the sweetest guy. He's so cool. He's so smart. He's sees through the bullshit and he tells you like it is. And that's one of the reasons I love him. He's my brother from another mother. He's a blue-eyed Spaniel, Spaniard boy. We don't know if he's Spanish, but we just joke with him because of his pretty blue eyes. <laughs> um, but he always supports me in everything I do and tells me, like I said, tells me like it is. And um, honestly, without him, I don't know what the hell I'd be doing. I'd probably be half dead. Oh, well, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> You can have me here. I appreciate it. He's been with me in some pretty crucial moments, you know. Well, and you've been there for him. He still works for the enemy, but that's okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll give a shout out to him anyway. That's okay. He doesn't give a shit about the enemy, so don't worry. Okay. <laughs> and uh, as always, I'm always going to give a shout out to my wonderful, wonderful Anthony. I love you. I got to speak to you a couple of days ago. And uh, I just want you to know I love you. I can't wait to see you again. He's still fighting. You stay strong. You keep fighting. Cancer be damned. F cancer. F cancer. We're damning football royalty and <laughs> cancer up in here tonight, y'all. But we're not wishing cancer on anyone, even our worst enemy. No, you know what? You know, this is how I'm, this is what I'm envisioning right now. I'm seeing the cancer. I'm putting it into the shape of a, a ball, a football. <laughs> I'm seeing it being thrown and then caught. And then I'm seeing it being carried across the touchdown line and spiked so hard it just slams into the ground. And we do our victory dance as our bodies are cleansed and our spirits are allowed to roam free. And I think now you all know why I call Ebony Chickapee. <laughs> she is my crunchy granola, hippie girl. But I love her. Well, speaking of hippies, mm -hmm. Karen did go watch the Quentin Tarantino film. Has it been out long enough to talk about it freely, you think? Uh, probably. It's, it's probably been out a month. Like three five, to four weeks, yeah. Maybe five weeks. I don't know. It's been out a while. And yes, I went, you know, I'm not a Quentin Tarantino fan. I'm a huge one. Uh-huh. She's huge something. And, <laughs> but I do like, you know, I like Brad Pitt. And uh, who else was in the movie? Leonardo. I like Margot. Oh, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Uh. Yeah, Leonardo. I, you know, I like Leonardo. I, I, I liked him more when he was younger, I think. I, 
I don't know. But anyway, but I'm not a Quentin fan. But I, I love California. I lived in California during 69 when all that happened. And so I really wanted to see it. I've always been not fascinated, but, you know, kind of a pupil of the Manson story. You know, I would read books, whatever I could find about the Manson story. So I was interested in seeing it. So having said that, I, you know, Ebony, I was not, I was not crazy about the movie. I'm nodding my head. Yes. And I know you love, you've seen it. What? That was my second time. Second time to see it. So I've seen it twice. And spoiler alert, the ending is not uh, true to life. Quarantine. Quarin. Quarin. (laughs) Who the hell is Quarantino? <laughs> that Quentin. Quarantino. <laughs> that Quarantino. He done drank the Quarantino again, Ma. <laughs> Somebody drank something. <laughs> Not sure what. The Kool-Aid, baby. <laughs> yeah, I got some Kool-Aid in the fridge. Well, um, Tarantino put his own spin on this true tale, this true t- crime tale, right? It's right. like a 48 hours Right, but you know, we think about it, he called it Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So that should be a clue that it's his fairy tale. Yes. That it's not reality. Yes. So even though I thought it was, you know, he, like I said to you when we when we were leaving, that I thought he went off on this tangent where he, he delved into these storylines. So to me, it felt like there was a bunch of different stories he put together and then came to the, his own magic conclusion at the end yes. when all this stuff that he did really had nothing to do with the Manson family. Yes. But I don't know. <clears throat> That's Quentin Tarantino to me. He just goes off on tangents. Well, and what I, well, I think, I think I understand what you're saying. Let's see. Like, like you're saying all these other storylines that, that were touching and the Manson parts just kind of touched in the film until the end, the climax. Right. right. <clears throat> and, um, uh, which that's, was outrageous. But that's probably what it was really like. I mean, you got to think about Charlie Manson, all this insane behavior and all this stuff is going on that he's doing. And he's truly in real life trying to become famous. He wants to be a rock star so bad he can taste it. Yeah. So he is gently touching the lives of all these people in Hollywood and their circles are intersecting, but none of them have put together that this is this crazy whack job. He's just some weirdo who just wants to be famous, like a billion other people. Like everybody else in Hollywood. Yes. Yeah. And And then Brad Pitt's character goes out to the ranch where he used to work because it was a... Stuntman. Yeah, yeah, he was a stuntman, and it was a true movie Range. location yes. that they used all the time. Like a cowboy town to go shoot westerns they yeah. had set up in California. Yeah. So, I mean, I, and he, of course, Manson wasn't there that day. But, of course, this didn't happen. This was in Quentin Tarantino's world. But are we going to get into the ending? Well, I just wanted to say that he, Manson took advantage of the hippie 
free love and the openness and all that. And, of course, the drug use and sex. Oh, my God, who wasn't taking advantage of that at the time, right? Am I right, kids? <laughs> kids? Who are all 79. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, well, he was using all this and, and twisting these kids that were going out to party with these ideals, right? And he was twisting them, and he showed America the ugly side of hippiedom. You know, like, you can be free love and prancing through the field while tripping on blue acid with all the other loved children. But when you've done so much acid, I mean, I've taken drugs in my life, and when I was on acid, not one time did I ever think about murder or blood or anything like that. So <clears throat> I'm 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 trying to put myself into the mind frame of being in that time and everything that was going on and wanting the best for everyone. And how could somebody come and manipulate me to twist that to get me to kill people? Right. You know, I I just I can't get it and I did a lot. I did a lot of acid in my party <laughs> times, you know. I've never done acid, but I think it's more of the cult um, of a cult leader getting people to do things that he wants them to do because the, these were all runaways pretty much, you know, kids that thought they had nowhere to go, thought that they couldn't go back home. Lost children. Yeah, and <clears throat> they just wanted to please Charlie, you know, because he set himself up as this cult, as this godlike person, you know. And so they just wanted to please him. And yeah, I don't, I never understood how they did all that when he never did anything. He never killed anyone. He didn't raise a finger. He was just like Jeffrey Epstein. He <laughs> had some nappy ranch where he was impregnating, you know, hippie chicks. Oh Lord. And I just, I just don't get it. Maybe, uh, I, maybe I'm missing something. Maybe it's just the sheep mentality, no matter what ideals that herd of sheep happen to have, you know, whether they're conservative sheep or liberal <laughs> sheep or whatever. But I, I don't know. I just can't imagine what would have to be going on for me. How far out, how far out, man, would I have to be for somebody to make it murder sound cool? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, a lot of it also was probably just the climate. You know, there was so much going on. Vietnam, you know, was kids were getting killed left and right because they there was a draft. They had no choice. You know, they could go to end up on Charlie's Ranch or go to Canada or something. But other than that, they had to go and be killed for what? I mean, there was a lot of anger, too, at the establishment. Yeah. So he, I'm sure he he preyed on that also. Well, and like, I don't want to have too many spoilers, but the dirty hippies were talking about the false actors. They're like false. Yeah. They're perpetrating false murder, you know, so. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that, that's a that's a big subject. It's the just whole, scary. It's just scary. Well, and it's going on right now. I'm sure there's cults around. There's serial killers right now. There's probably... 50 of them in America right now. It's, you know, you don't know until they catch them. Yes. You know? Like, well, you saw how uh, 
they had stopped a few mass shootings oh, this yeah. past week. Yeah, They've I been know. finding them and yeah, stopping Yeah, people them. have been finally turning in their crazy son who's got 400 guns in his room. Before they <laughs> yeah. go and kill 50 innocent people and ruin the family. Did yeah. you ever watch, there's a terrific film with Tilda... Swinton. Swinton. Oh, the Kevin? Yeah, that we one? have to talk about Kevin. Yeah. It's got John C. Riley in it. Yeah, he is it. such an interesting guy. He does so many. He can he, be. He makes interesting choices. He yeah. does. Yeah. Boogie Nights to Dewey Cox. And but I guess they had to have some Dewey Cox in Boogie <laughs> Nights, huh? But um, bump. Oh, that's what you did, job. Oh, wait. <laughs> I don't have. <laughs> don't I don't have that. a day job, people. Throw Ebony some money, would you? I'm an unemployed bum over here. Yeah, get out of my house, you bum. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you, Karen, I don't get no respect. She gets no respect. <laughs> I respect you. Oh, you I gave do. You, I made you sweet. a chocolate croissant. Actually, yeah, yeah, that was the best croissant ever, Trixie. I'm sorry you didn't get able to have any, but you're a doggy, and doggies don't get chocolate. And <laughs> I actually am on Rover. Woof woof. Now, woof woof. That's what I spent. About 28 hours making my <laughs> rover profile yesterday. I swear to God. I had. I thought I, I was about to have to give some DNA. <laughs> well, you know, it's very important who's going to watch people's uh, pets. That is true. You and I understand. You some psycho Manson hippie chick watching your pet. That is true. And I did give Ebony a good rating because she's very good with tricks. I love Puppies and kitty cats and baby goats. <laughs> Any kind of animal you might have. <laughs> the only animals I'm not down with really are birds. And it's not that birds aren't beautiful. They are. Birds are gorgeous creatures. But they always seem to want to put their talons into my flesh. So I give them a wide breath. And they, they poop on my head. <laughs> I don't like it. I thought that was just nature's shampoo. Well, you know, it's supposed to be good luck, but when it happened to me, I didn't feel very lucky. Wait a minute. So tell me about this, because I've heard that before, that dog, I mean, a dog, <laughs> a bird crapping on you is good luck. So I how know. does this transfer? I over? have no idea. I've just heard that it's good luck. But I was in Ventura, California, mm -hmm. my favorite place. Well, not Ventura, but California. But I was in Ventura working at a doctor's office and I went out for lunch. I went out to my car. I don't know if I drove somewhere or I just sat in my car. Cause you could do that in California cause it's not 4 million degrees like it is here. <laughs> and when I went back, got out of the car to go back into the doctor's office, freaking bird pooped on my head. Uh, I had to go back in the doctor's office and be professional. So I got all these napkins out of my car and I was trying to get this bird crap out of my hair. It was a very uncomfortable afternoon, Ebony, and as soon as I got out of there, I went to the closest hair place. It was like Fantastic Sam's or one of those oh, yes. cheap places. I just ran in there. I said, can you please shampoo my head like three times? Wow. Just shampoo my head right now. Did they know what they were working with? Probably not. I try, <laughs> You know, I got most of it out with the napkin, but it yes. was just disgusting. So I don't know why it's supposed to be good luck. I've you know, you that. do that. May the bird of paradise poop on your shoulder. Have you ever heard that? 
He's a bird of paradise. <laughs> Scoop on. on your shoulder. <laughs> okay, Come we're going to have to research this expression. Because yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't feel before. Lucky. I didn't hear anything about bird of paradise. I just heard that a bird crapping on you is good luck. Kind of. Hmm. Well, I think people just say that because people like ah, people are so upset, and their friends like, "Hey, hey, it's good luck." It's good luck. <laughs> Don't get so upset. Calm down. Yeah, with me, down. I'd be like Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Exactly. You better be glad I liked your book. I met that guy. <laughs> you uh, met the author? Yeah, I got him to sign a book. Wow! Yeah, How I used cool. to. Well, I used to go to a lot of book signings. I used to. I used to go out of my house, people. I used to go and have fun and do She was. She's things. very active in the community. I used to be somebody. Now I'm nobody. You got to support the arts, man. If we don't support our fellow artists, what are we doing? Not a damn thing. Nothing. Nothing. Well, I love that book, Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Um, I always thought it was a good one to read to children. Um, just because, you know, we just... Keep your spirits high. Believe in yourself. Don't worry about what other people say or think. Don't let anybody put limits on you. No limits. Nope. I have limits. I have limitations. <laughs> but I'm trying to rise above them. That's right. You're striving, baby. Striving for higher ground. Well, I'll tell you, speaking of supporting the arts, I went... I got lucky enough to go to a show last Thursday. I had no idea Thursday morning when I woke up I'd be going to a Jamaican lounge called Heroes over off of Stimmons. And um, my beautiful niece, 721 Yoga, Amber, everybody, <laughs> she gave me a ticket to the show she couldn't make it to. Heroes Lounge, 3094 North Stimmons in Dallas. So I went and this chick was playing named Nitty Scott. And she's a young MC out of, like, Brooklyn, New York, y'all. Yeah, and Brooklyn in the house. Yeah, Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn. Bridges, bridges. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she was really good, guys. I mean, I'd, I'd heard a song of hers before. And, you know, she's an artist. She's, I, she's, I don't know how long she's been around, but she's got a, a good number of tracks, it looks like, when you look her up on YouTube. And I'd heard the Flower Child track before. Uh, it's got Kendrick Lamar. So that's probably why I'd heard it, yeah. most likely. But I really enjoyed everything that she did. Uh, she reminded me like a bohemian hip-hop hippie, like kind of like I think of myself. I'm a little bit country. I'm a... <laughs> Whole lot of rock and roll with a with a big old side of hip hop hippie in there, yo. I can listen to Tupac, Too Short, Two Live Crew, <laughs> and then turn on some Grateful Dead, the G Dead, or you know, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Guns N' Roses, Iron Maiden, good stuff. Pantera, I gotta have Pantera, we're from Dallas, gotta praise the Pantera, mm -hmm. or give me Gaga any day of the week, I love it all, Dolly Parton, as a matter of fact, I saw a woman <clears throat> at a Bahama Bucks the other day, she had a denim jacket on, and on the back she had a patch that said, what would Dolly do? Yeah, what would Dolly do? Yeah, it's pretty choice, yo. <laughs> I love Dolly. Kristen Chenoweth has a song called What Would Dolly Do on one of her albums. Well, that's probably where she got it from. The, the, the patch had a silhouette of Dolly Parton. Yeah. You know. It's a cute song. 
Oh, I have to check that out. Well, Kristen Chenoweth is pretty cute. She's adorable. She's like a little pixie. You put her in your pocket. A little Christian home. pixie. Yeah. She's four foot eleven, but she's going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and that makes her feel ten feet tall. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> well, Nitty Scott was awesome. Um, it was a couple of other rappers, a Dallas based dude named Juan. He's a yoga teacher. Honestly, I can't tell you what his last name is, but he teaches at Diana's School of Yoga. He has his own music. Him and Nitty have a video together that oh, they cool. premiered. It was really cool. And then there was this rapper out of Oklahoma. I want to say his name was Black Future. And he was really interesting, really intelligent lyrics. Uh, Took me back to the days of, like, KRS-One. And guess what? Ebony didn't invite me, so I can't I can't talk about any of this. But she did show me a video of Nitty Scott. and Bert, what, Baby Girl? Baby I liked girl. it. You like the Baby it? Girl? I like it a lot, yeah. Good, I'm glad. Good stuff, good stuff. Remember, we're, don't let anybody tell you those boxes. You're not in a hip-hop box. You're not in a rock and roll box. You are what you are, and we are all everything. You just got to let yourself be it. Don't dream it. Be it. Be it. I know that sounds really creepy. I apologize. That was very Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I'm scared right now. <laughs> hey, Marilyn Manson would make a great Frankenfurter. No. No, 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 no. It might be a lot, a little darker. It's way too dark. <laughs> way, way too dark. No, no, no. <laughs> he could be Woof Woof. <laughs> riff Raff. I used to call him Woof Woof. <laughs> Poor Riff Raff having to stoop over that whole time. Well, you know, worked for Marty Feldman. So, Hey, that time warp. If you're ever feeling down, just do the time warp and you will be smiling. No matter where you are, just stop and take a jump to the left. <laughs> and then you step to the right. <laughs> exactly. Put your hands on your hips. You bring those knees in tight. Don't sing. We can't pay the. <laughs> we can't oh, pay shit. the royalties. But you know the rest. Yeah, you know the it's rest. It's a pelvic thrust, baby. <laughs> if you don't know the pelvic thrust, I'm sorry. We're very sorry for Get a hundred dollars together and go see a hooker. Get a life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, just, just wait for the Alamo to have their Rocky Horror Midnight Show and go and take some toast and rice with you and have a good time. Yeah. Hey, it's a family event. I would take my kids to Rocky. Uh, I can't stay up that late anymore. <laughs> yeah, it was fun back in the day. Yeah, but that was before the internet. I know. You can see Rocky Horror anytime now. Yes, you can. On demand. Science fiction. I'm not singing it. <laughs> <laughs> no singing. Oy. We are too po to pay. <laughs> we, we is very po. <laughs> well, we almost made it a whole podcast without talking about the orange idiot in chief. <laughs> you mean the toxic tang? <laughs> yeah, Cheetolini. <laughs> He's the to <laughs> He's the toxic tanganator. He's something. <laughs> well, we feel like we don't have to really talk about him or point out anything that doesn't sound quite right because you know, I think he tried to buy Greenland, or he said he wanted to buy Greenland, and we've all heard about it, right? 
So we'll just let his actions speak for themselves. I cannot believe it's been almost three years and we're still here. What is happening? Hey, we better we better check our uh, do our hourly check to make sure there's been no mass shootings before I go outside. Okay. Yeah. Well, luckily I'm kind of on a quiet street. That's true. And the people with the with the SWAT team. After them, they moved out. So. Oh, wow. Good yeah, for you. Yeah, that house is empty now, so we're waiting for the next group of thugs. I hope that they leave the windows open so any drugs they cooked in there is airing out. I don't know. Yeah, it might explode. But. <laughs> no, but uh, I do want to say, hey, uh, it's really nice to see all the support for everybody in El Paso and Dayton. You know, that uh, gentleman in, in Toledo. El in Toledo. <laughs> Don't tell me they did had one in Toledo. No, Trump called Dayton Toledo. Oh Lord, <laughs> an idiot. I can't even keep up with the stupidity. It's hard. It's it, hard to do. Uh, it's hard enough to keep up with my own dull right? moments. Dull. You know, I know. <laughs> Jimmy Carter, dull. Jimmy Carter was greatness. Yeah, he just fell a lot. He just fell a lot. No, that was Gerald Ford. Oh, I'm getting no Jimmy Carter. Oh yeah, you're. Jimmy I'm sorry. Carter I'm sorry, guys. I just made a, a brain a brain fart. Yeah. yeah, Jimmy Carter is a great man. He still oh. builds hum habitat, habitat for humanity. humanity houses, and he's ninety something because he's a bad he's a brain tumor because he's a total and he's badass to his wife for seventy years or something. I think um, I think the guy who married them was Pastor Methuselah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he's great. I don't care what anybody says. That was the first president I voted for. He lost to Ronald oh, Reagan. Oh, you lucky woman. Well, How great to Well, he lost to, to Ronald that. Reagan, though, that year. It was his second term that he didn't win. And the ridiculous Reagan got in there. But whatever. I did vote for John, for Jimmy Carter. You know what else is cool about the Carters, man? They backed Larry Flint. Yeah, How they cool did. is that? Because he's a true Democrat. Because with a socialist heart, because he believes in live and let live, and yeah. maybe just maybe one of the reasons him and wifey have been together so long is because maybe between the Bible passages, they might put a little hustler in their life. <laughs> little okay, hustler never hurt one. nobody, y'all. <laughs> but you know, he also saw a UFO. So I'm just gonna say he was very liberal, and I loved him. Hey. If, somebody, if I'm going to believe somebody about a UFO, it's going to be President Jimmy Carter, y'all. Yeah, I believe him. Yeah. You never know. I've never seen a UFO, but you never know. I have, but I think it was something uh, related to the military base that we were living nearby. Oh, the acid you took? <laughs> well, no, actually, I was clean. Oh. I was at home, so I wasn't doing acid at home. But I was laying out in the front yard one night with the dogs, and we really did live close to a military uh, like base at this point in time. And there was a plane, some kind of vehicle in the air and it was flying and it had like three red points, like in a triangle form. And I thought those don't exactly look like the lights of a plane, but I didn't think much of it until it stayed in one spot. And so I laid out there cause I was like, okay, it's going to move. Okay. It's going to move. And it was like <laughs> 35 minutes. Me. It was like 35 minutes, and it wow. stayed in the same spot, and then it went back the way it had came. Oh. And I was, a, this was in the 90s, like between 91 and 95. I was a kid. It was just a night at home. I was just sitting, laying out in the yard with the dogs like I would do sometimes, and yeah. Yeah, it was military. Yeah. But if they've, they've, done, they've done things to the little green men. 
poor little green man. <laughs> Never hurt anybody. I don't know. I've heard about the probes. So maybe maybe the green men deserved it. Hey, maybe they were asking for to be probed. You wouldn't What were they wearing? You wouldn't have worn it if you didn't want to you wouldn't have been hanging out in a cornfield if you didn't want to be probed. <laughs> well who said that? It was like running backwards through uh, a cornfield. I don't know. I, sometimes Ebony I just I have no idea where you are. <laughs> I think it might have been Deadpool. I got I, I let me tell you something, people. My thoughts are like clouds in the sky. They just move. Sometimes I start saying it, but then it, it, it's gone. It's off, of, it's off of my screen. It's gone. <laughs> I, I don't finish my point. So sometimes I'm not going to finish my points. I hope you can put up with that. But I'll circle back around to them later. Okay, like the point about the women playing video games? Yes, we were talking about female mass shooters. When are we going to, hopefully we'll have the first female president before we had the first female mass shooter. And I started talking about video games. I was like, well, you know, women, girls didn't used to do a lot of things that were meant for just boys, you know, like a lot of video games. A lot of things were meant mainly for males, but women do them now. I don't believe video games create violent people. But I believe people who have damaged minds and And violent hearts, tendencies. Yes. Things like that. They, they can, can't separate reality from a video game. So that there's a higher percentage of women participating in risky activities or dangerous activities, you know, more so than there used to be, maybe. So. Because we want equality. We do. But I still want the, some some nice man to open the door for me. I like that. <laughs> and that's why she's still on Match.com. <laughs> oh, let's not even go there. Let's not talk about that. Uh, mm. It's no bueno. Mm. But that's a that's bueno. topic for another podcast. It is. It is. I think we've... I don't even know what we've talked about, but hopefully it was entertaining. Hopefully you're still listening. We've rambled. We love you. We're ramblers. Let's we ramble are. on. And we will talk to you next time. Make sure you tell your friends to listen. Hey. And if you have anything you want to say to us, iggyeon at gmail.com. I-G-G-Y-E-O-N. At gmail.com. gmail.com. We love you all. Talk to you later. Later.